We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back. We're coming up on 9.04 here on a uh, Tuesday morning. And it is always an honor to have the, the voice of the Eagles for a very long time, Mr. Merrill Reese. I learned so much from him in the Q&A that is uh, currently out in Philly Mag, and he is with us right now. Hi, Merrill. Hi, Ange. How are you? I've known you, what, 40 years, right, Merrill? At least. And, and <laughs> I did not know a lot of this stuff that I want to ask you about in a couple of minutes, but I need sure. to take your temperature on the Eagles. Merrill, I'm going to put my cards right on the table, and some of it is affected by you and Mike Quick listening to do a great job all season of the Eagles game. I'm not thrilled with either of the coordinators. Are you? Yeah, I, I think very highly of both of them. I think that both very, very bright guys, and I think that people are always, always critical of a defensive coordinator. I mean, I remember when they used to scream about Sean McDermott, and look how he's doing as the head coach of the Buffalo Bills. But uh, I, I think they're both very, very bright, capable people, both Cannon and Steichen. You know what is, Merrill? Um, when Merrill, uh, Mike Quick especially, when these receivers are open and Mike is talking about a soft zone and he does it pretty much every game, it reinforces my concerns about Gannon. They're not, you know, you were here for Jim Johnson. You were here for some highly aggressive defenses. That is not this defense, is it? But the key is, Angelo, points. Points given up, and the Eagles have been near or at the top all year. That's the key. How many points do you give up? And Jim Johnson used to tell me, and he said then when they didn't pass as much, that if you can hold an opponent to 17 points, you've done a great job defensively. You know what? I'm, I'm going to make a broader statement here. Most of the opinions I've expressed this year are a direct result of listening to Mike and Merrill. Merrill, here's another one. I want them to take the ball first. That's coming direct, <laughs> directly from you, is it not? That's me. Yep. Merrill, yep. you're right. I want the ball first. Well, I, I, especially, you know, I, and of course it worked out because they stopped the Giants one, two, three, and then went to work offensively and built a nice lead. But it's always my feeling when Jalen Hurts came out of the tunnel last week and everybody was roaring, I thought, how great would it be to get him a ball? immediately and have a march downfield. And that happened twice this year when they lost the toss uh, on the Monday night, night game against the Vikings. They came out and scored a touchdown. And the same at, Giants, uh, at MetLife against the Giants there. So I, I guess I'm old school. I know they all talk about analytics. And supposedly you get the ball one more time if you defer. But I, I still love to see the offense on the field first. All right, and let me give you another example of what I love about Maryland Mike and how it has colored my judgment doing this show. They are very, very straightforward in analyzing bad calls by the refs, right? I mean, Merrill, you guys are great at this. Here's an example I haven't even played yet of this stupid call on an out-of-bounds play Sunday. Listen to this. We'll be added to the end of the play. Automatic. Oh, that's a ridiculous call. Yeah, TJ is letting up to try and make sure that he doesn't hit him, but 
He gets tripped up by TJ, and that's the call that's made. And that is a ridiculous call. I love it. <laughs> Merrill, do you ever get feedback from the team or the league for being critical of the officials? No, I haven't. I, I honestly haven't. And, and I'm critical both ways. I mean, if the Eagles benefit from a bad yep, call, you do. I will still say that they were lucky. You know, we say what we see. I mean, I still, two weeks ago, I still, there was a touchdown scored by uh, Kenneth, uh, <clears throat> Kenneth Goodwell where Gainwell, where he scored the touchdown, they called a holding yeah. on uh, Landon Dickerson that was a, pan a perfect executed pancake block, and Gainwell went for a 20-yard touchdown, and they called it back. Hey, Mel, what about uh, the touchdown Sunday? Uh, with, I think it was they said Dickerson was downfield. The ball was at the two, and they snapped it. Yeah, how can you be downfield from the two-yard line? I, I've never seen that. I've never and, seen and that that negated a beautiful touchdown pass oh, from Hertz. Absolutely. Here's the thing though. Let's talk about Hertz for a second, because you've seen a lot of quarterbacks and you've seen them develop. Where where are you right now in Jalen Hurts? How do you feel about him? Oh, I think he's great. I think he's the MVP. And I think he'll be fine for the playoffs. I think now, when we go back to this Sunday, don't forget, they really they really reduced his repertoire. One of the things that he did so well this year and scored a bunch of touchdowns on was the quarterback draw. Yeah, They took that out. That didn't exist this week because it would have been putting him at risk. I thought they handled it very intelligently. When Instead of running 10 yards, as he would often dash, he'd slide down after three. He played within the, the framework that they set up, and I think he's a great quarterback. I think he's a top-five quarterback. And Angelo, I have loved him. Since I saw him at Oklahoma, I watched him at Alabama. But when I watched his year at Oklahoma, I was—I thought this was a terrific quarterback, and I have been 100% behind him since the day he arrived. If you're not, you're not paying attention because he's got everything. He's got talent. He's got commitment. He's got character. He's a phenomenal player, Merrill. We're all on—we're on, the, we're on the same page. Now, here's the thing: when I was reading this uh, q and I loved it, Merrill, because you're an interesting man to begin with. So you are around 80 right now, and you still have a photographic memory. That's mind-boggling to me. You still remember stuff from when you were much younger. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and to be honest with you, to, to memorize a roster takes me about 15 or 20 minutes. That's it. The numbers each week. Wow. So we and like when an opponent's coming in, you have to. Do you? You at one time your wife had flashcards, correct? She still does. Cindy still walks around with flashcards. And do you still prepare in a bathtub? No, no. That you I, stop I've given that. up the bathtub. Right, good. That's good to hear. Right, no more bathtub. But here's what I didn't know anything about. Like you've been in showbiz from when you were a kid, right? You were eight years old when you started. Yeah, kind of. My mom, you know, my mom took us to for dramatic lessons and stuff like that. And she used to, she was a kindergarten teacher, and then she she got involved in this. And I, I did a lot of commercials between the ages of say eight and eleven, or eight and twelve. A lot of commercials. All right, so these were on live TV. What, what, what Yo, was the circumstance? Oh, oh, TV was it was all live in those days. I mean, I, when I when I filled in Angelo for you that one Wednesday, I told a story. If you want, I can repeat it because you didn't hear it. And maybe some other people didn't. There was a show yeah. called Ranger Joe on a on a uh, Sunday morning, right. and it was live. And they they did a thing where they had Ranger Joe cereal, and it was in a bag like a potato chip bag. 
the cellophane bag, and they said, Johnny comes home from school. And I walk into the room, and Johnny wants a snack. What does he do? And I pull over a chair, and I get up on the chair, and I reach into the cabinet, and the announcer says, he reaches in for some of that great Ranger Joe cereal. And I reach in, and nobody had opened the bag. So I start pulling and pulling like you do a potato chip bag, and I couldn't get it open. So I put it in my teeth, and I ripped it, and all the Ranger Joes tumbled out all over the floor, and the announcer started to break up, and they went to black. Oh, that is Well, here's the thing, and this is how your job has changed over all these years. When you first started doing Eagles games, you didn't have to do all the sponsor mentions during the game, right? Right. How much right. different is it now that you have to do that? It's it's just something that's grown with the game, with the the fact that in those days, um, the when, when you look at what the salaries are of the players, and you look at the television money that they spend on the radio money that they spend for rights fees, you've got to get it back. So the entire the entire world has become more and more commercialized. But I don't mind it at all. We have great sponsors on the Eagles Network, and they're people that I get to know. And I'm and I'm honored to represent them on the air. All right, but is it? I don't know any of these products that were mentioned in the article. Lummis peanut butter. <laughs> there was there was peanut butter called Lummis peanut butter. Yeah. And Sylvan Seal milk. Sylvan Seal milk. That was a big product. Oh. I did Sylvan Seal six gun seal milk. All right, hold on. Yeah, what is that? It's this the milk of seals. No, no, that was the name of the company. <laughs> oh, my God. I'll get nervous, Meryl. I'll get mer- nervous. All right, Meryl, do you, is there any way all these years later, it would be over 70 years, that you could recreate one of the commercials you did when you were a kid? Well, there was one. There was a show called uh, Candy Carnival on Sunday mornings. They yeah. used to take me over to Candy Carnival, and the, the ringmaster in that was a guy who was in Philadelphia for many, many years named Gene Crane, he, I think he passed away a few years ago, and his son wrote uh, 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 the, the, the sitcom, one of the sitcoms. But anyhow, uh, I, would, I would be looking into a knot hole every Sunday morning. There'd be a wall with a knot hole, and then I would turn to the camera on cue and say, Hey, kids, it's time for M&M's Candy Carnival. Meryl, I knew none of this. That's, so you, your mom wanted you to go into drama. Did you ever act? No. Have you ever been in an acting role? Well, not really. It wasn't. I mean, I, I did some stuff occasionally with with stuff at school plays every now and then. But I was more sports. I mean, I, I just wanted to get home, put on my old clothes and go play football or baseball or basketball. Yeah, I, I was all sports was my first love. Always, but I did as a little kid. I mean, you could put me at a radio next to a radio when I was four, and I could sit there and listen to a Phillies doubleheader. That's how much wow. I loved it. I wow. loved it, and even then, loved every every bit of it. And um, but it, but it was always sports was my great love. But I did have the now. There's one thing that helped. I did a radio show called Let's Pretend, and the times that I did that, they would, did not want me to read because it would sound reedy. So I had to memorize, memorize a 26-page script every no week. No way. So I think at, at the age of, of eight or nine, that really develops and hones your memory. Let's pretend? 
Oh, my mm-hmm. God. Let's pretend. Al's been doing that here for 30 years. <laughs> oh, I know. And he, and he gets away with it. <laughs> Merrill, you are truly a Philadelphia treasure. I love reading about you. I love hearing your voice doing these games. And the great thing for us here, whereas, Al, people like me are quitters. Right. Merrill Reese is never gonna retiring. Going to keep going. Yeah. Merrill, are you ever retiring? Never, never, never. Like, I keep saying they have to remove me with a crane. I, 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 <laughs> I, I love doing this. Mm-hmm. So much, Angelo. Yeah. I, I truly, truly do. I, I prepare as hard as I, maybe more than I ever have, and I, and I feel great. I feel I, when I arrive at that stadium, I'm a nervous wreck until I go on the air because it's so important to me. But I, I love it. With there's nothing in the world I'd rather do, and you know how much I love to play golf. Mm. So oh yeah, it's it's one and one a. <laughs> well, it's a great uh. interview in Philly bag about a great man, Merrill Reese. Merrill, we love you, man. Thanks. Thanks, Andrew. You're the best. Yep. Mr. Merrill. Hold. What is I got Merrill. He uh, just hung up. Hold on a minute. He's back with more ads. Hi, Merrill. At that age, when I was nine years old, <laughs> it was myself, uh, Chief Halftown, and our gal Sal singing Pepsi Cola hits the spot. Twelve full ounces. That's a lot. Twice as much for a nickel, too. <sighs> Pepsi Cola is the drink for you. Wow. <laughs> Thank you, Joe Conklin. No, that was Al. And then that... at age 10, it was <laughs> Get out. 215-592-9494. We got a lot of show uh, left. Who's on the hot seat? That's next. WIP Sports Time 917. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. All right, welcome back at uh, 924. Let me grab a couple calls here. Then we'll give you a hot seat. Clifford Lentz is here, Al. There's problems with the Russians again. Oh. This time it's up in space, not mm. far from Uranus. Let's go to Mark in Mount Law. Hi, Mark. Angelo, my friend, how are you? Oh, Mark, great to hear from you. We're getting near the playoffs. You're getting excited. Well, I mean... <laughs> It's hard to complain about a team that's 14-3, and three, but let's face it, Ange, they are fading. They're fading. And, uh, All right. They okay. are big, big play Slay can't play, yep. and he's not the only one. What the hell's going on with Bradbury? All right. I, see, I have also been highly critical of a 14-3 and three team. It's not playing well <laughs> in all, in all uh, no. areas. You know no. what I'm saying? But uh, you don't think they're really a 14-3 and three team, Mark? Angelo, five weeks ago, they looked like the current 49ers. Yep. Right now, they look like the Colts. And the Pro Football oh. Talk released their final power rankings just Uh-oh. a couple minutes ago. Uh-oh. Where do you think they come in? Fifth. Four. And it says, so it's got 49ers first, Bills, Chiefs, then the Eagles, and the tagline is, lately, they're not looking like the team they've been. Yeah, yeah. but we'll see. Angelo, yep. if, if, if Hertz can't do the RPO, which yeah. he... If he can't play that system and with his shoulder, we got a whole different quarterback back there. It's true. And then let's be honest, man, in 719 snaps, in 719 snaps, Lane Johnson has never given up a sack. Yeah. 
Well, he's, he's coming back, though. He will be back, Did you like Mark. what Brandon Graham said? Brandon Graham seemed very positive on Lane and Levante. Right, so, Mark, here's the thing. Look at the injury he's got. It's a core injury, Ange. I mean, when you have a core injury, if you drop the quarter and you bend down to pick it up, you're in pain. Right, then well, he's not... in pain because he dropped the quarter. <laughs> <laughs> I would say leave the quarter. Just give me a little time here. Yep. They're going on a bye, man. I know you're leaving, man, and you know how much I love you, man. And and I heard the uh, super fan call in last Friday, and I got to tell you, all these memories came rushing back to me. I mean, you remember me and you were in a movie together, for God's sakes, with, with Vince. Yes, we were. It was called Bald Al, and we were very, very good in that film. I think me and you were the best. <laughs> I'll that, be honest with you. Is it with still you. playing anywhere? No, it, it no. wasn't even playing anywhere Netflix when it was maybe released. You can buy the CDs, I think, at uh, Chicken and Peach. No, but Mark, <laughs> you were very, very good in that film, and you're a good-looking uh, man. You, I'm surprised you. you did not become, after that film, a big movie star. Well, I was thinking about it, buddy. I actually went down and auditioned for some commercials, actually. See that, Four Al? or five commercials I auditioned for, and I came close to doing a bank commercial. I even, wow. had, a, I even had an agent, for God's sake. But you know what, Ange? Real quick, the tent days. It brought me uh, back to the tent days, and I remember when he came in, when Superfan came in for the first time, Al Morgani looked at you and he said, no, I think there's something wrong with this guy. <laughs> you guys were scared. Right. By the way, Al was right. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people in that tent, there was something wrong yeah. with. Mark, we love you, man. Thanks for checking in love today. The you great Mark from Mont Laurel, people. John's up from Clifton. Hi, Johnny. Hey, what's going on, Angelo? Good morning, morning, crew. What are you feeling right now? I am feeling. I'm feeling good, but I'm. I'm. I'm like you. I've been yelling about run the ball, run the ball. Even going back to the New Orleans game, they needed to run the ball. We run the ball, we won the Super Bowl. That is that is the key. Even with Jalen healthy, run the right. ball. So pass. yesterday, I, I tried to pin Nick Sirianni down on this, and I said, why don't you run more? Right. And what he said was, we already knew we were great at the run. The, the key to this season was establishing that we could also be really good with the pass. Does that, does that you buy that? I don't, I, and I don't buy it. Even, even, even last week, going back to the New Orleans game, we came out the first two drives and we threw the ball nonstop. Yep. You know, and that was with you know Gardner Minshew. Why not run the ball? You know, the run sets up the pass. It sets up everything that we need to do. Just run the ball. You know what? More than ever now, I think these are instructions from up top. More than ever now, I think Lurie and and Roseman, but especially Lurie, are going. I don't care about the run. I want the pass. That's. I think it comes from the very top. And if you're Nick Sirianni, you don't have a choice. Yeah. Well, listen. If 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 Lori wants another trophy, if he wants another yep. trophy, he's going to let us run the ball. John, you and I are on the same page, my brother. Give me somebody who was great after thirty. After thirty, and you probably will like this answer. Um, maybe John. Hopefully, John does too. What about Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was great after 30. Some of his best work was after 30. That Sky Hook was still going in at 37 and 38. Great suggestion. Guy was fantastic. All right, Cliff and Leds here. Cliff, real quick, what's going on up in NASA right now? Well, um, the uh, current crew on there came up in September on the Russian Soyuz. The Russians? Yes, the Russians. So 
the spacecraft is docked there, and it's only supposed to be there for six months, and they're supposed to return next month. Well, it started a uh, small leak of coolant, which is uh, 100% ammonia, which is extremely toxic, and it turned into a full spray, and it completely emptied the coolant tank. So the, the spacecraft, in all effect, is dead. Wait, the, the, the spacecraft that's bringing them back is dead. You can no longer bring them back because your temperatures are like 1,000, 2,000 And degrees. when are they they're due to come back next month? They're due to come back next month. Oh, and they've been on there a year? It's six months they've been there. Six months. All right, how so, are they getting back? So Russia announced just this morning that they're going to send the next Soyuz up with just one person in it, and the other two crewmen they are going to be there have to wait. And uh, the next SpaceX, they, they dropped the Russian who's going to be on there, so there's only going to be three. Mm. So Could they, if there's only one on that spacecraft, could it be Putin? <laughs> mm. Al, and then leave him up there for yeah. a few years? Um, I'm not a Putin happen. guy. I'll awesome. be honest. I'm not, <laughs> okay. I'm not pro-Putin. We'll put that on your gravestone. So what's going to happen to the guys that are up there? So Frank Rubio, the American, has trained on the, the Russian ship, but has to come back on the, on the American well, SpaceX. I, I would prefer that anyway. Yeah. Uh, so what's going on with the cosmonauts? But they both have to stay up there for an extra six months, so they'll be up ah! there a year. They're going to be up another huh. six months because the spacecraft isn't working because uh, it's leaking ammonia? Was it a Southwest craft? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> they don't have a choice. No, there's no other option. They're trapped in space. Yeah. And their luggage is lost. <laughs> <laughs> I got to tell you, Cliff, you have some great stories about And you monitor. I mean, you literally learned this yeah, about I found the, that just this morning over here. He, he, he was sitting in <laughs> our studio, Al, monitoring the space. Russian spacecraft. Yes. Ava Graham, yes. who's on the hot seat? Angelo, I decided to jump on board with, with what you were saying earlier to further motivate this individual. Thank you. Today, Darius Slay is on the hot seat. Sponsored by Xfinity Mobile. Xfinity Mobile, the sponsor of WIP's Xfinity Mobile Lounge, a different kind of network designed to save you money. Hot seat. Darius Slay. Mr. Slay, you told us you were an elite player that still deserve respect, right? Uh, I deserve a lot of respect in this league. I, I think the league respect me enough. It just be the media. Oh, the media doesn't respect them. Let me take a wild guess as to why that is currently. The last time Big Play Slay intercepted a ball was two weeks before Halloween. Ooh, jeez. Yeah, scary. Darius, you've had the opportunities. Al, big play slay is now no play slay. Yeah, and I think he's touchy about it, obviously. I mean, yeah. you wonder, is good. I mean, has he lost a step? Is that the thing? Is What's happened? I think part of it is the system he's in. I think Slay is better man-to-man, and they kept having him in zones. Yeah, but no one on the show could recall the last time Slay made a big play. It is staggering seeing the number of zeros in a row, 11 consecutive weeks without an interception. It's It's, it's wild. We need you, Mr. Slay. It's time to make a play in the games that matter most. I'm going to call him out now in an effort to motivate him. You are now Darius. I love you because you're kind of mouthy. That's good for talk radio. You're no play slay right now. No play slay. Thank you. That's it. That's what we call him until he makes a freaking play. So when you're watching the game in two weeks and he finally makes a play, he will restore the big play slay moniker. Thank you. Bill, thank you. Let's go to Bill next. Hi, Bill. Good morning. Good morning, Angelo. How you guys doing? Well, we're okay, but these co- coordinators, I don't care if they go for good. I don't care, Bill. 
you know what? Me neither. But you know what I like about all this stuff? We play better when we're the underdog. That's think true. Think about that. That's true. Think about everybody's counting us out. And that's, I, I think that we, we, you know, we are, I don't think, I know we play better when we're the underdog. So let them keep talking what they want to talk. Even prove me wrong. Because I'm yelling at the TV too. Run, run, run. And, you know, do, you know, hard blitz. You know, I'm yelling at it too. But I like it. When we're at that, I think the players will elevate more just to shut everybody. They're not going to be an underdog till the Super yeah. Bowl. No, I know, but well, Rhea just pointed I mean. out we're dropping in the power rankings. Yeah. That means people have less regard. What a power. That's good. Uh, those power rankings are useless. But it, it, it might mot- I like that role better too, Bill. But, but yeah. I just got to tell you, I don't have faith in these guys. I don't have faith in them. Yeah, I mean, you know, Angela, but that's what we got to deal with, and, and hopefully they adjust and start playing a little harder and a little smarter, like we was in the beginning. I'm with yeah, you. You know, it's, it's, you know, it's like they let off the gas. I don't know if that's that rope is dope thing to let everybody notice what we're going to well, do. It's, it's, like, it's the quarterback. Yeah, the quarterback it's has been simple, injured. It's as simple as that. Yeah, it's uh, very well, much tied in with the health of the quarterback. That's right. Completely healthy. Well, well, I need somebody yeah. who's great over thirty. I got one for you guys. George Foreman. George Foreman. Oh. Mm. Say something else, too. Uh, I enjoy his grill. <laughs> 215. I had several versions of it. Well, it's tilted, and the juice, uh, the grease the yeah. flies down to into, like, the corner of it. Oh, good. Yeah. I, Al doesn't what? cook. He has no cook. idea what you're no, talking you about. What? I don't cook. It was a big deal, the George Foreman grill, Al. I'm sure it was, but, you know, Wawa cooks everything for you. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> 215. Five nine two ninety four ninety four. When we return, there's one other. Al, I think I know who my weasel of the week is. All right, his name is Quay Walker, and I want to describe what this horse's ass did in a game on Sunday. That's coming up next. WIP Sports Time is nine thirty six. Let me tell you what's going on at Borgata right now. Why don't you enjoy the ultimate big game experience at my favorite place in AC, Borgata? They are now taking reservations. For guaranteed seating get BetMGM Sportsbook and Bar, six betting windows, a 40-foot-wide LED video wall, and the best food and drink specials in town, BetMGM Sportsbook and Bar is the place to be. Don't miss a second of the action on Sunday, February 12th. Go to theborgata.com to make your big game reservation today. is the time. We are in the Tasty Cake studios, and we are visited by the CEO of Tasty Cake, the great Paul Ritter is here. Hi, Paul. Hello. Good morning. The good news is Paul is here, Al. The bad news is he's not going to be around for at least three weeks. During the playoffs? Paul, where are you going? Headed out of the country to a little place called New Zealand. Now, hold on a minute. This was poorly planned. Yeah. Uh, Did you think the Eagles were not going to the playoffs this year? Well, my daughter's doing a semester abroad, and uh, she picked the timing, not me. Mm -hmm. She did. All right, but you are a huge Eagles fan. I am a huge Eagles fan. And you are going to be, how many hours difference is it from New Zealand to here? 18. Ah, Mm. and it's 18 hours to fly there? Correct. Ow, is that the longest flight you can take? I've been told it is, yeah. Totally and how many meals do you get? <laughs> I'm hoping three, because I get hungry. <laughs> three meals? Oh, what? That's a, like a... Non-stop. I'm hoping they serve some Tasty Kicks. Well, uh, I don't know. In New Zealand, do you do you distribute out there? Uh, we don't, but I might bring my own. 
So you're talking here about nonstop 18 hours? Yeah. Oh, oh my God. So how much of the playoffs do you miss? I will miss up through including the uh, the NFC Championships. I'll be back for the Super Bowl. My plan is to go to the Super Bowl. Well, what if the Eagles are not in it? Why would you talk like that? All right, fine. <laughs> I, I'm going to give you I a taste. I don't understand. Paul, I'm going to give you a taste of your own medicine. Okay. Going to New Zealand yeah. in January is a miss cake. <laughs> it is. Actually, it's the summer. But it's their summer, so I'm missing right. a little bit of winter. Oh, it's their summer. Correct. All right, fine. Now, gee, if what time, geez, when, when are the Eagles games going to be on out there? It depends what time they slot the games. So. But you will watch them no matter when? Yeah. And you will. And yes. do you think they're going to they're gonna take a run here? Yeah. You really do. I mean, it, it all is about injuries, right? You've been talking about it all morning, but, you know, Hurts, Johnson, Maddox, they got to get healthy. If they're healthy, I don't think there's anyone that can beat them. All right, Paul, if you go out there and you find out that New Zealand has terrible snack cakes— Will you then talk to someone about bringing the Tasty Cakes to New Zealand? Come on, Paul. I mean, I'll, I'll probably talk to someone, but it's it's a challenge. You know, there's customs and all sorts of things you got to get through. We've got a short shelf life. You know, we don't use a lot of preservatives. Oh, no, they're delicious, I mean, though. The, the cakes stay fresh, but they don't last long. Imagine trying to ship something over there. All right, but when you go to another country or something, do you sample their snack cakes to yeah. see if they're as good? Market research, sure. And they're never as good? No. See, see how? They're never that good? No. Paul was on the floor on the uh, the assembly line the last time I we was. went. It was great. Remember that, right. Paul? Yeah. It was great. And That's I invited it. you down to come make some, but you haven't taken me up on it yet. I'm going to have some time on my hands pretty soon. I've heard that. Yeah. Don't worry about it. It sounds great. Well, Paul, you know we love seeing you. You're awesome. I just want to mention one quick thing about this Quay Walker. Because you just saw the drama on Monday Night Football right. where the people on the field, the medics, the docs, the trainers, right. they saved a life right there. DeMar... Uh, Ham- Hamlin. Demar Hamlin, yeah. De- I always stumble on that name. Demar Hamlin was saved. Quay Walker, one week later, <laughs> on the field, for the he's a linebacker for the Packers, sees a guy on the field treating an injured player on the other team and shoves him. <laughs> what? It was unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, no. I didn't see the no, video. I had oh, not seen this. It's mind-boggling. Wait a he, minute. He shoved a, a, a medical staffer, and it was the second time this year he's been ejected for shoving the personnel of an opposing team. It's unbelievable. I know. It's incredible. Yeah, he's, oh, got, wow. a, he's got anger management pro- issues. It's but. nuts. And then he was crying in the tunnel. And the thing is, when you describe shoving him, he actually shoves yeah. him in no, the back. He shoves him. <laughs> Which this is even worse when you is, shove someone like that. He's a first-round yeah. pick of the Packers. He's a first-round jackass. And let me <laughs> just say, Al, he's an early, uh, he's yeah, early leader for the weasel. Come on. He's a weasel. TR's on the line from Winfield. Hi, TR. And low. We're running low on time. Give me something important you need to share with the audience. Somebody need to train Slay to turn around as long as he's been on that field. He should be able to run that field with, with his eyes closed. You should know where he is, so he should have been able to just turn around and stop, you know, block the pass. I don't, it happened to him twice. They, they're targeting him because they know he's not going to turn around. What's going so on with him? Do you think he's losing it? Or, uh, he's a great player. What happened? They're not training him. So obviously, nobody's not saying that he's not turning around. I mean, you should be able to run down that field with your eyes closed and know you are. And, and by, the, by your opponent, by the guy you're covering the team, I mean, um, body language, you should be able to see that the ball is coming towards you to turn around and block the pass. But he just 
doesn't do it. I don't understand why he doesn't turn around. This is some basic that I would think. Maybe it's you know? coaching. Maybe it's coaching, T.R. Nobody's saying it until turn behind around, man. I don't <laughs> understand it. T.R., give me, give me somebody over 30 who was great like Brandon Graham. You have enough time to give me a list? Oh, Go ahead, John. The whole John. Here's Real the whole quick. list. Listen closely. Bernard Hopkins, Yamir Yager, Tom Brady, Michael Jordan. Kobe Bryant, Gordie Howe, Jamie Moyer, Wayne Gretzky, Albert Pujols, Nolan Ryan, Lionel Messi, Chase Utley, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and George Foreman. Oh, I'm going to say number six for the six of 1983, Julius Erving. Julius Erving. I, I just real quick, Paul. It would you do you like the Eagles coordinators? All of them. The two <laughs> co- I, forget All the special team. Uh, Steichen and Gannon. Would you hire them? To be football coordinators? Here we go. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, no. the pause spoke volumes. This is a man who hires for a living. He would not do it. I wouldn't hire both of them. There you have it. Who would you not hire? I don't know if I would hire Gannon. I'd have to really talk about, is it him doing the game planning or is someone leaning into what he's doing? Ah, see what he's doing now? <laughs> he's checking to see if there's influences above. That's what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. All right, we're going rapid fire. I need mm. names. Tony, give me a name. Oh, me? Oh. <laughs> you're up, Tony, from North. Say, who you got? Yeah, I was going to say who you, Douglas, but that's taken. So we're going to go with John Elway. John Elway. Oh, there you go. Ben, I need a name. What's the Hold on, I got to hit this button. Ben, who, what name? Bobby Bonilla. Bobby Bonilla. Bobby Bonilla. <laughs> Well, T, he's still I, getting paid, yeah, I guess. I need forever. a name, T. After 30, three Olympic gold medals, three Hall of Fames, Carl Lewis. Carl Lewis. Carl Lewis. Um, will of God, I need a name. Oh, uh, yo, I had a song for Tim O'Hanlon. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> what? What'd you say, Will? I don't know. I'm not asking again. <laughs> Tom, what? I need a name, Tom. Will Chamberlain. Will Chamberlain. Uh, not so much. Um, decent, but not really. Jay, I need a name. Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali. Yeah, pretty good. Luke, who you got? Hey, how about Bobby Clark, since I played on his daycare baseball team? Bobby Clark, Al would know that. And Tony, you get last crack. George Blander. George Blander. Primarily a kicker, though. Hmm. All right, Johnson, (laughs) you mull over your selections. We're going to get them in a minute. But now I want you all to to picture this. I'm on a road trip mm-hmm. with you, Douglas. Yeah. And we are driving Jonathan Gannon to Houston. Yep, let him off. Let's find out what happened when we reached the Gentleman's Club. $5 cover? Forget that. I'll just watch for right here. Come on, Angelo. You're a cheapskate. I got you covered, man. Oh, she's really pressing up on that customer. That's what tight man the man looks like. I'll take a picture of this for Gannon. <laughs> hey, hey, dog. Whoa. Her breasts are bigger than my TV. She is way out of your league. Sure, she's hot, but can she hang drywall like sweetie? How come nobody is putting dollars in my underpants? I'll dance. Where'd Angelo go? Ah, I see him. Over there haggling the dancer to trying to get a discount on a lap. Let me get you out of here before you get both of our asses kicked. She tried to grab my roll of quarters. How are we doing, everybody? Jonathan, I see you like your seatbelt the same way you like your defense. Real loose. You know what? I don't want to say you drive slow, Angelo, but even Southwest Airlines would have gotten us there by now. You need to start a little bit faster. 
Oh, it's Coach Sirianni. Hi, Nick. Yeah, yeah. We just had a meeting, right? Uh, we meet hard. We practice hard. Hell, we, we woke up hard. How was the strip club? It was disappointing. Come on, man. Crack the window. Somebody bust their ass. <laughs> yeah, that stinks worse than Gannon's game plan. Who invited Josie? Oh, there's a nice church. Why don't we throw up a quick prayer, like third and 30? Come on, man. Damn. Houston thinks they had a problem before. Wait till they get a load of you. I can't believe Houston even wants you, Gannon. I guess they don't get the Eagles games on TV down here. Yo, what's that banging? Oh, that's Shane Steichen in the trunk. I told him he can't come out until he agrees to run the ball. There it is, Angelo. Downtown Houston. Three miles. Close enough. Get out, Gannon. Good riddance. They say everything's bigger in Texas. They'll never get a bigger loser than you. Get lost. It's kind of uh-huh. harsh. Oh, oh, on the harsh side. See Joe Conklin's comedy <laughs> show at the Holy Rosary Regional School. Oh, he belongs at the Holy oh, doesn't Rosary. Doesn't he, though? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he needs in Plymouth meeting on Saturday, February 4th oh. for tickets. Yeah. Go to JoeConklin.com. Johnson, are you ready? I'm ready. What do you got, Jeff? So, uh, because we are honoring Brandon Graham, I will not award a prize to anyone who suggested Tom Brady. So, Tom Brady cannot win in this contest. Mm, good. From four to one, number four will win an Eagles NFC East Division champion hat, which is available at the Eagles Pro Shop, George Foreman. Ooh. For an Eagles NFC East Division champion t-shirt, Nolan Ryan. Ooh. A $50 Visa gift card, the great one, Wayne Gretzky. And for an Eagles black full-size replica helmet signed by Brandon Graham, Michael Jordan. Wow, he went Michael Jordan. I wouldn't have done that. Before I go back, I got a second there. Will, was there something you needed to say? Yeah, uh, first of all, I made it on the um, Jesse Kelsey documentary at the um, what's the thing at the last Eagles game. But I made up a new song for Jason, I mean for Tamar, um, um, Tamar Hamlin called We Did We Win. Wait a minute, you did a song for DeMar Hamlin? Just made it up today, this morning. I don't know, but Al, this seems dicey. You don't want to put him back in the hospital, no. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> is it a tribute to him? Yeah, well, basically, I'll do it just like this. Here you go. Did we win? Imagine waking up in the morning, you don't know when you, if you're going to come or go. Did we win? People acting like you don't know what you're supposed to know. Did we win? Now you're looking at the fans, now you know that the fans are foes. Did we win? And then they just keep going up and up and up. But the best thing about it, you can change it to whatever you want it to be. All right. Do you think that someday that will be viral? Yeah, but listen, I can do it right when you can include it. I'd be like, did we win? Imagine waking up in the morning to the morning show. Did we win? And we listen to the boys. So you got a whole new thing there. Well, you did not win the prize today, but that was. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.